fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. Intel On Demand is terrible. It is Monday, November 7th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. Today's episode is brought to you by everyone who supports me over at twitch.tv slash eaglefalcon. Thank you all for the subscriptions, the tips, the everything. Just hanging out and watching. It's a great time over there. We've been doing a lot of stuff with Cult of the Lamb, Final Fantasy XIV, and getting back into the regular schedule with Strangers of Paradise, the Pixel Remaster games, as well as Dragon Quest IV. A lot of fun stuff coming up. Twitch.tv slash Eagle Falcon. All right, let's talk about Intel. Intel has finalized what they're calling Intel On Demand. We've seen this before, but it was more of just like a horrible concept nobody wanted. The whole point of it is that on their Xeon scalable processors, to have various features of the processors locked away unless you pay a subscription fee on the hardware that you physically own. Now, for your bottom line, for your shareholders, for anything in a budgetary manner, this doesn't sound half bad. However, let me present a counterpoint for a minute. Intel is so far behind in the enterprise space, they can't afford to try and be this greedy. Right now, the highest end Intel Xeon that exists is a single CPU, 28 cores, 56 threads. You can fit two of those into one server. This means 56 physical cores, 112 threads. That's the max you can put into one server. AMD, on the other hand, is currently beating Intel in instructions per clock. So already each core can work harder, better, and more efficient than Intel's and can pack up to 64 cores per CPU. 64 cores, 128 threads, double up, put two, into one server, 128 cores, 256 threads in one server. And let me tell you, that density, being able to have that much processing power in one server, is huge, especially if you can keep it in the same U, being the actual space that the server takes up in a server rack. On top of that, what also matters is performance per watt. More densely packed cores means that the power efficiency already goes up because you're not powering multiple servers to get that same kind of processing power. In addition to the instructions per clock just being more efficient, therefore you need less servers in general to accomplish the same amount of performance, even if the core count was the same. The only reason Intel is still the king in the enterprise space is because they've been the king in the enterprise space for a very long time. You want to go ahead and rock the boat? You want to go ahead and say, hey, if you want to unlock the real performance of the CPU, pay us a monthly fee. You're giving these data centers any excuse to go ahead and do literally anything else. This is an awful idea. And before you go, oh, data centers have so much money, they can afford, you know, an extra couple hundred a month after shelling out 60 grand for that one server. It's, it's no problem, Eagle. You're overthinking this. Let me tell you, if my options are between the $60,000 server that'll cost me $100 a month, additional to the cost of just running it in general, just to have the full performance of the CPU there, versus $70,000 to get a higher-end server that doesn't have an extra upkeep, guess what? I'm going to spend the extra 10 k 
every time. Because it means less upkeep, and there's a plethora of other reasons to go for it as well. Intel is really pushing their luck with their brand, and this is a bad decision. And concerning the fact that the people in charge of Intel right now are in fact engineers, they're not businessmen, the fact that they didn't squash this early on is really, really surprising. And I do hope this absolutely sees it end very, very soon. I do apologize for not having more stories, but um, I'll be perfectly honest. There's a lot of Elon stories roaming around. I don't feel comfortable reporting them because they're all reports, rumors, and uncertainties. I will say this much about Elon and Twitter. Um, I wanted to approach it with an open mind. Man, it is not going well for Elon. Even though I do think Elon's getting a lot more hate than he deserves, he still deserves a good chunk of it. I would say so far, this is a 4 out of 10 that Elon's pulling, despite the fact everyone wants to give him a 0 out of 10. But we'll see how things go. We'll see if things improve. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy.